This is Evan's Journal, and it is July 29, 2005. It's Friday night at 10.53. I have a few things to go over tonight, and it's pretty late, so after this I'm going to sleep. Uh, first started off the day with another scurfing episode with my good buddy Kekoa. We actually left at 6.30 in the morning and went off on the jet ski, and I tell you what, today was re- today was a pretty nice day. It... it for some reason, in the area that we go, the way the wind blows, it misses this certain area of the bay. So everywhere else is real choppy. And choppy for you know Hawaii is is where the water is kind of real rough and bumpy. And we call it glassy when it's kind of smooth. And that's actually ideal for us to ride in. And it was pretty glassy this morning. It was, it was real nice. The waves were small, maybe about one to two feet in our scale. And that means about... Maybe about two to f- three feet max or so in in the front, but you know, first time I was actually pulling some floater moves and and other things, so I'm pretty happy with it. But the main thing about going scurfing in the morning or doing these activities is that it really balances me out. I get rid of all that junk that heaps up. I I don't know if you if you guys get that way or when you're sitting in front of the computer, you're dealing with problems or you're constantly in meetings and everything just seems to build up and build up and build up. And then it's almost to the point where you can't think anymore or you you kind of, you know, just, just, I don't even know if it's stressed out because it's not really stressed. It's just full of, of stuff. And then when we, you know, when we do this, it allows us to, to dump everything. So that's truly the benefit in, I treat people nicer, I'm in a much better mood, and I think clear, and, you know, we're looking to do that twice uh, twice a week. Today, uh, I had another idea, and the other idea that I had was to take uh, the two, two of the top podcasters here in Hawaii, which is Todd Cochran, who has Geek News Central, and he has, I don't know, I think it's 20 or 30-something thousand subscribers, and then also uh, Ryan Ozawa, who is the president of Hawaii Association of Podcasting, and then he's also has his own podcast called Hawaii Up. And the reason I like Ryan is because he's just a really helpful guy. I talk about him a lot. He's he's just a real helpful guy, uh, and he's real knowledgeable. So I thought, why don't we bring in the podcasters in with uh, someone from radio? You know, a, a veteran of radio, maybe someone at the Cox Studio or at the KKEA, one of the general managers or one of the managers. Bring them in along with myself and Carrie, and then we can have a dialogue. One, we can explain what podcasting is, but two, we can get a view of what radio, you know, actually thinks about this whole podcasting thing because up to now, it's more or less speculation and, you know, people say this and that, but I haven't heard anything from the horse's mouth. People that are in radio, doing radio, and then also people in radio that are doing podcasting. Uh, I think that's going to be an interesting show, so I'm waiting for Ryan to get back to me on that. And he's supposed to be checking with Todd. Well, um, that show should be pretty interesting, I think. Another thought that I was thinking of is in regards to this show is exporting Hawaii. And what I mean by exporting Hawaii, we have a ton of uh, items within Hawaii. And see, that's the thing that I truly think is the ba- the the benefit of here in Hawaii. Is you have certain agricultural and certain environmental. Um, uh, factors or well, I don't know what you would call it and it's just I mean you don't have areas where you have clean water or clean air or you know the climate and your temperature such as 
the area in Kona where they grow the coffee and you have, you know, just, I mean, a much better product. They're doing in Kona right now also, they're taking salt water from 5,000 feet below the surface and then they're desalinating it a bit and shipping it out to Japan. And you know what? Kyoya, who's doing that, has the the largest plant over there. They're doing 300,000 bottles, which sell in Japan for something like 3 or 4 or $5 per bottle. I mean, you can do the math on that. They're making huge dollars. There's also... Uh, you know, abalone now that's being grown in in the Big Island, and that's looking to be exported, as well as you know, always been Kona coffee, macadamia nuts, and and then you know, pineapple and things like that. But how about this? How about our talent, our talent that's inside of our businesses and inside of the people that run these businesses? So that's what I thought. I said, you know what, Hawaii has a really valuable resource in the fact that it's super hard to do business here. Uh, it's always ranked as one of the top uh, top worst places to do business as the hardest business climate as a you know expensive cost of living and the the people that can make it here are truly resilient and special so that's what we're trying to do with this program is take their knowledge and their experience and export that to the world so the world can know one Hawaii is actually a legitimate place to do business but two They can benefit from the experience of people who have made it in a very difficult spot to make it in. Uh, Another thing on on my list here is karma. And and this is an interesting way and roundabout way that, you know, life works. And so I told you in the last, I don't know, one or two uh, journals ago about how we went into Pitch Our Sponsor, which we were absolutely positively sure we were going to, have sponsor and and flat out we were just turned out and they told us no no way jose and then i was super depressed on that day but then as i was thinking about it i said you know what i'm gonna do this project regardless so why not just change the sponsor out to bubble tea supply which is our other business and we'll just you know just do it we'll fund it and you know if we get business from it great if we don't great whatever uh that's an interesting way to think about it because this whole process is that we've been doing for this greater good radio thing is taking community involvement or or um, nonprofit um, support and then seeing how that directly translates into business. And I didn't even think about that really with the sponsorship of Bubble Tea Supply. I just figured I need a sponsor and I'm the only guy who'll pay for it currently. So long story short, we got a call today to sell Bubble Tea in the um, concessions at the UH football games. And it just so happens that our show is broadcast on KKEA AM 1420, which is sports and talk radio. And KKEA has the exclusive um, broadcast rights for the UH football games. And we are on one uh, just before the UH football game. So we're on just before the pregame. So it's weird how this all works out. Now, Bubble Tea Supply is a sponsor. We're on an hour before the football games. And we happen to be selling now at the football games. So it comes around full circle. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted in, on, you know, if we see any spike up in business or, or whatever. But I thought that was real interesting. And then the other thing I was thinking about today was luck. Because I always have these conversations with people and they always say, oh, so-and-so, they were lucky. Or you're lucky. Or that's lucky. But, you know, truly, what, what really is luck? Luck is when preparedness meets with opportunity. 
Because if you're not prepared, the opportunity means nothing. It's like this housing bubble thing in, or this market that's just booming and booming. Uh, everyone says, oh, I should have bought homes. You know, Even I've heard myself saying, well, I should have bought a home in 98 or 97 when... You know, when the prices were just rock bottom and, you know, I'd be making a fortune right now. But the the truth of the matter is I didn't have any money back then I, in 98. I, I didn't I couldn't afford to put a down payment and, and buy a home. So was that truly a lucky thing that's happening? Because the opportunity was there, but I was not prepared to take advantage of it. So for me, really, that's not that wasn't luck. Uh, same thing goes with with um riding riding these waves you know if if it's pipeline which is kind of the premier spot on the north shore and it's 20 feet and just beautiful conditions you know for a pro surfer that's great for someone who's a really good surfer that's great that's lucky for them because they're gonna have a great day but for someone like me i would die i would go in there and i would literally get killed so that's not luck for me and that's the thing that i was thinking about today because the harder that we work and the harder that we try, the luckier we end up getting. And the more opportunities appear, and the more things happen, you know, for our favor, and the more, um, just the better life becomes. So the moral of the story, I guess, is the harder we work, the luckier we get. And if we look for those instances in our own lives, I think it would be very interesting. So if you guys have any any interesting stories on that, you know, post a comment up to the website at greatergoodradio.com or, you know, I guess once we get a comment line, actually, you can call in on that or email us. Okay, so that's it for the update and Evan's Journal for July 29, Friday. I'm going to go to sleep because I need to get up bright and early to start my day. Aloha. <laughs>